Welcome to the Psychology of Successful Women podcast, where we explore the mindset, behavior, and success strategies of high-achieving women. It's an inspirational show that helps ambitious women maximize their performance from the inside out and thrive in the world of business. You will hear insightful conversations with trailblazing women about how they have built a successful career or thriving business and how they cope with setbacks and challenges. Most importantly, each episode is designed to sharpen your mindset, share practical advice, and inspire you to take your success to the next level. Today's guest on the Psychology of Successful Women podcast is Sonia Byers. She's the CEO of Women in Transport, a nonprofit network which supports the professional development of women working in transport through networking, mentoring, and raising awareness of opportunities in the sector. Sonia has been a member of Women in Transport for 12 years and a board member for seven years before becoming CEO in January 2019. Sonia has had an amazing and very diverse career, including working for a diversity and inclusion consultancy, a global energy group, a top 20 accountancy firm, and a global engineering group. So grab a pen and paper and get ready for today's episode as we discuss a whole range of practical tools and techniques that you can use to accelerate your professional success and thrive in the world of business. So Sonia, welcome to the Psychology of Successful Women podcast. It's so great to have you on the show. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Shona. Delighted so, to be here. Oh, you're so welcome. So I thought I would jump right in and with everything that's going on in the world at the moment with the global pandemic and you're obviously based in London, you're a CEO, you're a mum, you know, you've got a lot going on. I really wanted to talk about resilience and how you cope with everything that's going on, how you deal with change, how you cope with setbacks. So would you like to share with our listeners some of your own personal tips around resilience? Uh, yeah, for me, it's about really just being really flexible about uh, what you're doing and how you approach things. Um, taking care of yourself, I think that's really important because, you know, unless you're well in yourself, both physically and mentally, and you're taking time out, um, you, you're no good to anybody. Um, that's something I've really learned. I've always thought, you know, you have to put your own life jacket on first before you can help anybody else because for you to be productive, it's really important. You need to eat well. You need to sleep as much as you can yeah. with the newborn. Yeah. Um, you know, and, um, you know, do whatever it is that, that, gives you some peace for me that's a bit of yoga a little bit of meditation mm. um listening to a podcast um <laughs> or an ebook or you know just something yeah um it's difficult now you know with it's just taking those moments even um so breastfeeding my little girl now that those are real moments of of calm yeah and I take an opportunity there to you know listen to an audio book or listen yeah. to some music um and that you know that's it it's just peaceful time yeah um for me yeah I love what you said about the self-care though because you know when people think about resilience it is such a big part isn't it you know like you said our energy levels our self-care finding those quiet moments like all of those things I'm, I'm the same as you if I don't do those then I don't, you know, react and respond as well to setbacks and challenges and things do start to get us down. And when we're going through something as big as what's going on at the moment in the world and we're all wearing so many hats, you know, that analogy, like you said, of putting your own kind of life vest on first is so, so important. 
leading on from the resilience theme and you talked about self-care earlier and I know one of the things you and me have spoken about and I know it comes up with a lot of your members and it comes up with a lot of my clients and that is setting boundaries and learning to say Mm. no so why do you think so many women sort of do have challenges around this I guess that's my first question well I think you know there's a tendency for and this is a massive generalization um but for women to be people pleasers yeah um to you know we've all got a little bit of that imposter syndrome like oh am I good enough um am I doing well enough and needing that kind of feedback of you know you're doing a good job and you're delivering and you're contributing um there's a whole lot of research about you know women are attracted to careers where there are community goals yeah and I think all of that plays into this idea that you want to please people and so you've got a tendency to say yes to to lots of things where yeah. sometimes it's not possible always to deliver on all of that and um that does tie back to the self-care and the resilience because if you overload yourself then you leave no capacity for yourself to yeah to really look after yourself and, and um do other things and to deliver on the things you've actually promised on so um I think that I listened actually to a really good podcast um, from Work 180 last week where um, the lady was talking about rushing women's syndrome yeah. and that really resonated with me. I was like, yeah. oh, yes, absolutely. Because I don't know, you're rushing from one thing to the other. And what I've noticed with our members actually is a lot of them saying the one, you know, one of the good things about this lockdown and COVID is I'm not rushing from one thing to the other as much. Yeah, because you physically can't, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, you know, especially if they've got, and it's not only if they've got kids, but especially if they've got kids and they've got to get them to, I don't know, swimming lessons or football practice or school or whatever it is, as well as working, as well as um, now, you know, school and now delivering school. Now that um, they don't have that. They realise, you know, oh, I'm spilling my time with so much rushing around. Mm. So and how, linked onto that then, Sonia, then, so how have you, because I totally agree and can resonate with all of that, What? how have mm. you learned to, I guess, then say no? Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. <laughs> all, all, everything you said, I'm like, absolutely, I feel like that. We have the guilt around saying no. Mm. We want to say yes. We want to please people. We don't want people to think we're not nice people. All those things come into play. You know, have you got some kind of fallback strategies or sort of what, what do you tell yourself that helps you now be able to say no without the guilt so much? Yeah, so it's taken a long time, so I'm not saying it's easy. <laughs> um, you know, I'm definitely one of those classic overworkers. Yeah. And uh, found it very difficult to, to kind of step away from, um, from work um, all through my 20s and um, yeah. most of my 30s as well. So, you know... At 40, I'm, I kind of feel like I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the thing that works for me now is when I think about the work, women in transport work particularly, I think about, okay, what is our mission and what are we trying to do? Mm-hmm. And also, realistically, I have to think about the financial reality of, you know, the position we're in, especially yeah. in this COVID environment, and think about what, what resources financially as well as physically do we have to deliver on things that people are requesting of us? Sure. So, and of me personally. And so it's really taking a step back when somebody says, oh, can we do this? And thinking, okay, that's a great idea. 
but have we got, have we got the resources have we got the time yeah yeah yeah, yeah I have we got the capacity yeah I, I have to do that with my business you know and and with the, the energy part as well Sonia I'm mm. sure you'll agree you know there's the time and the energy and then there's the financial side and using those things as kind of guidance to say mm. in an ideal world if all those things were unlimited we'd love to say yes to more but the reality is we physically can't mm. and trying to come back to those main goals and objectives so building on from that, you know, we're leading into tips for success and that is the main overarching objective of this podcast is I really want to help as many women as I can with practical tools and techniques to kind of boost their success and thrive in business. You mentioned networking before, you know, what would be your top two or three tips for women listening in to accelerate their professional success? And maybe we could start with networking because you mentioned that briefly earlier and I know that's something you're great at. Yeah, I think, you know, building your network, however that looks to you and it's not the same for everybody yeah um for me it was joining women in transport uh, I appreciate I'm the CEO now but I wasn't always I joined as a member when I was um a senior engineer oh. and I didn't have the network I have now and if I hadn't joined the organization I definitely wouldn't be where I am now and I wouldn't have met the people that I've met or yeah. made the connections or had the opportunities. So, you know, my first tip is find the community that works for you. I love there that. will be one. Yeah. Find you know. where you resonate, find your tribe, all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it and it sounds a bit trite, but really there is there is, you know, a group of people out there for you, a community out there for you whatever it looks like, whether it's virtual or physical or, you know, it's an organisation or it's not, um, there will be a community out there for you that shares your values, that understands you, that gets you and that appreciates yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and, and find that for me, that's Women in Transport and it's Parkrun, uh, which is another organisation that I volunteer for. Yeah. And, you know, those, they give me a huge amount of joy and, mm. you know, really give me back energy to to do what I'm doing my second tip is be true to yourself you know I love that tell us more what you mean I totally agree um you know because we've known each other a long time (laughs) (laughs) and I I'm somebody who who knows exactly um what I want out of a career and life and what Mm. balance I need and all of those things so and again, that's been hard won. That's been something that's taken time for me to understand. But it's recognising for yourself, what are those drivers for you? What are the things that are important to you? And what are the things that are going to give you energy and make you happy? At the end of the day, if you're working, you're going to spend what, 80% of your time working. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially now, longer and longer we're working. And we work long hours and all of those things. And often there's no kind of off switch these days because we're so available. So you need to enjoy it. You need to, it needs to be something that resonates with you. Yeah. Yeah, I Um, love that. And that's, can I just add, that's why one of the reasons I started the podcast, I think I shared with you was because I totally agree with that and was like, Shona, you know what, do the things that light you up and what are the things you want to do? And having met all these amazing women like you internationally and stuff like that, I thought, how can I shine a light on those women? How can I stay connected to those women? I love having these conversations like I'm having with you right now. And so it is for all of us. You know, I love that second tip of yours around what are your values and what are your strengths and what lights you up and how can you 
make sure you keep coming back to that or keep reflecting on that because it does change, doesn't it, for all of us at different points in our career as well. So I love I Oh, love yeah, yeah. And it can change, obviously, with your personal circumstances because, you know, you're not acting in a bubble. Your career isn't in a bubble. There are things yeah. that um, change over time and um, different priorities that might arise at different times. So, you know, you have to be agile with that and flexible and think maybe, you know, right now isn't the time for me to, to push and give 100% to this area. Yeah. Maybe it's time for me to, you know, take a step back and do something else. But, you know, if you, I think there's no, I think there's no shame uh, in maybe starting a job and thinking, actually, this isn't right for me. Uh, the culture isn't right. The values aren't right. The, the, Working practices aren't right. I don't feel like this is something I can, I have the energy. Yeah, I I want to do. And it's not making me happy. And I think that's a perfectly valid reason to leave a job and look for something else. And do you think with everything that's going on in the moment, a lot of people are questioning that more? Because I know from people I've been talking to and some of the chats you and me have had previously, with all this transition, do you think a lot of people are because they have, you know, there's so much change around and some people are being furloughed in the UK and other people mm. are going through restructures and redundancies. Do you think a lot of people are questioning that at the moment? Oh, definitely. I know it's it's a scary, it's an anxious time for people. You know, they want to, if you want to, you know, we've all got bills to pay and things like that and it's incredibly difficult to know and predict what's going to happen. None of yeah. us really know. And yeah. so it can feel like, oh, I have to stay here because it's secure. But the one thing I do know is there is always work. Yeah. It might be slightly different to what you're doing now. It might be outside of your comfort zone. But there is always work of some kind or the other. Even in a recession, uh, even in a downturn, there will be something that you can do. And maybe for right now, it isn't your perfect fit. But Where it will lead and those sorts of things. Yeah. And don't stay somewhere toxic just to be safe because yeah, that can really that. damage your mental health I love that I love that and what was your third tip because we went off on a side angle which was great <laughs> um the second one was following your kind of strengths and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff and not saying somewhere you don't want to stay which is kind of another one did you have a an extra one like a third tip for success you talked about networking as well I think help it help other people yeah, That's the recipro- reciprocity and when you help, it comes mm. back. And when you help other people reach their goals, it helps you and all those yeah. sorts of things, yeah? Well, see, it definitely that's does. I love about your network, Sonia, and kind of kudos to you. I think that's very much one of the kind of values and things you've brought into Women in Transport. One of the reasons I've loved working with you in different capacities since 2015, because I think you are very generous and you're very good at looking for those win-win relationships. You know, you know your network's very generous and you collaborate with people and you've got these great partnerships. So, you know, that's another great tip. I, I love that. Yeah. In terms of your career, Sonia, like you've had lots of different hats and done so many amazing things throughout your, your great career. What would be one piece of advice if you could go back? Because I often ask myself this as a business owner and stuff and I think, oh, if I could do things differently, you know, what would be one piece of advice you would love to give your younger self if you could go back? It would be that. It would be actually understand what works for you. I love that. And be true to that because... Yeah. You you work for a really long time. We're working longer and longer and you can end up 
stuck. Yeah. And there's no certainty in work now. It's not like, you know, the generation before us where people had a career for life. Um, my parents both worked in the NHS for their entire lives. And yeah, that's great. But for very few of us, do we stay in one one business, one organisation for our entire career? Yeah. So, you know, just have a be flexible, be adaptable and 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 do something that you really enjoy. I love that. So I've obviously had the pleasure of working with women in transport in different capacities over the last five years. And thanks to Zoom <laughs> working with you recently during this COVID period. Um, do you maybe like to tell our listeners just a couple of sentences just about women in transport and where they could go to find out more? So Women in Transport is an organisation that advances the professional development of women working in the transport industry. Yeah. And they're significantly underrepresented in the UK and actually uh, across the world in the transport sector. So we offer events, networking, professional development, opportunities to volunteer, opportunities to speak. Um, The network is for both men and women or anybody really who, who wants to join. Yep. But our aim is to promote and support women working in the transport industry. Uh, anybody who wants to join, can join online. And the website's www.womenintransport.com. Nice and straightforward. And we also offer a mentoring programme. And yep. it's only £60 for the year to join. So uh, you know, I would highly recommend anybody joins up because, like Sonia said, there's so many events, there's online programs, you offer meetups through Zoom and online networking events and your monthly newsletters are fabulous as well, Sonia, so I'll give you a big plug there. So, yeah, big shout-out to everyone to have a look at Women in Transport. I'll include the link so people can Google you after this call. Well, look, I'm really aware of the time and I know you're an incredibly busy lady and you're the CEO and you run your own consultancy and you're a mum. <laughs> so <laughs> in, in sort of find things together and I will include a link to all those great resources so people can look you up and connect with women in transport and find out about your fabulous mentoring program. I guess sort of to tie things together at the end, is there a final thing you'd love to say to our listeners? Is there an inspirational quote that you love or kind of a guiding principle or something that you tell yourself when the going gets tough like what would be your final thought that you'd love to leave our listeners with so the thing I tell myself when I'm really finding things tough and when I'm especially when I'm running or doing marathon like just keep going you know your pace it's your race it's your pace it's your way I love those are things that I say to myself. I'm very um, on brand as a professional runner, Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about professional runner at the moment. <laughs> or ever, but. For someone who doesn't run, for someone who doesn't run, in my eyes, you're a professional runner. You run like marathons, Sonia. You're a professional runner for me, right? I would die if I tried to do those runs that you do. Um, well, look, thank you so much for being on the podcast and for making the time today. And I will connect you to our listeners and I really look forward to staying in touch. So thank you so much for being on the call. Oh, thank you so much, Shana. Thank pleasure. you. Thanks so much for listening to the Psychology of Successful Women podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to hit the subscribe button or go to psychologyofsuccessfulwomen.com to download our free ebook and access a bunch of other resources. See you on the next episode.